Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another podcast episode. Um, For those of you who may have just subscribed, my name is Amber, and I talk about different things that I feel blind people would be interested in hearing, Um, and I also talk about different resources that are available to those of us who are visually impaired. And what I want to talk to you guys about tonight is something that you might be able to do with your teens and tweens uh, if they are visually impaired, because this will work on their senses of touch as well as smell, and that is making your own bath bombs. Um, now, I'm not exactly sure on like all of the amounts of these ingredients that you'll want to use, so this is something that you'll definitely have to Google Um, and do some research on but um, so if you don't know what a bath bomb is it's like this hard circular shaped disc and you just toss it if you want to take a nice relaxing bath you just toss it into your water and it will fizz so it sounds like a can of soda or bottle of soda being open it fizzes and then dissolves and it makes your water smell really really good Um, a lot of the times if you go and you buy them online, you'll find like little rings, um, or gemstones inside them that, you know, come out when they burst. Um, but if you make them on your own, then obviously you won't find those types of things in there. But, um, so some of the things that you'll need to make them are things like citric acid, um, Epsom salt, baking soda, oil, whether that's olive oil or canola, and a little bit of water. And so you just add all of that together and mix it because the baking soda is what helps with the fizz and so does the citric acid. And so you add the water a little bit of a little bit at a time it'll fizz and then once the fizz dies down you add a little bit more until you get it to the consistency that you want I think from what I remember reading you want it to have the consistency of almost like wet sand almost and so what you do is you mix all that together and then pop the mixture into bath bomb molds and let them dry for 24 hours and then pop them out store them in an airtight container and then you um just take one out when you're ready to use it, put it in your your bath, and let it do the rest. Now, you can also add essential oils like lavender, eucalyptus, or peppermint, or whatever scent you want. But if you have Epsom salts that already have those different scents in it, then you don't have to worry about adding the oils. And you can also um, use food dye to make them whatever colors you want. Um, so that might be a fun, um, activity for you and your teens to do if you have a blind or visually impaired teen. Um, now another thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is a while back I did an episode, um, where I talked about different herbs and their medicinal purposes. But there's one herb in particular that I wanted to give you a little bit more information on. 
and this is information that I learned a little bit of today because I volunteer at our local library and this afternoon we had a program on um, this particular herb and the herb that I'm referring to is echinacea. Um, echinacea is native to the U.S. Um, a lot of Native Americans used it to make poultices and different things to help heal um, different ailments. Um, but now a lot of people use it in teas and tinctures and um, topical creams, meaning creams that they just put on their skin. Um, sometimes even capsules um, are made using this particular herb um, or its root. It's a very tough plant um, because it grew up in um, areas that were considered to be prairies back during like the frontier days before you know the U.S. started growing. Um, so it can sometimes be found if you're sighted and you're driving and you look, you know, on the side of the road in like ditches or areas where it's really rocky, you'll sometimes find them growing there. Um, because they are a very tough and hardy plant, so they don't really require a lot of, like, fertilizers or things like miracle Grow or anything like that. Um, they are a perennial, meaning they come back every year. Um, although when you grow them, you want to make sure that they get cut back once their leaves start to freeze. Um... A lot of people refer to them as the purple cone flower, um, just because of their purplish or pinkish daisy-like um, appearance, um, because they have a cone center and then their leaves are shaped like teeth. They are a very rough textured plant, so they don't, they're very hard to eat. They don't taste very good, so they are a very deer resistant plant. Because around here we have a lot of deer. And so a lot of deer will avoid them. Because they're like, ew, no, don't want to eat that. You know, because of how rough it is. Um, they belong to um, a family of plants known as Asteraceae. Asteraceae comes from the Greek word um, aster, which means star. Um, a lot of the times the petals that you see that have like the purplish or pinkish color, those are known as ray petals. So they don't really have um, very much of a purpose other than to attract people to grow them or to attract pollinators. Um, so those, uh, you know, colored petals don't really have very much of a purpose other than attraction or beauty. Um, you know, like, hey, grow me, grow me, or use me to pollinate, you know, things like that. Um, they are, like I talked about previously when I did my podcast episode on this particular herb and the other ones that I mentioned, they are used for things like cold and flu symptoms. They're used for their anti-inflammatory properties. Um, obviously, when you use it, you want to use the root of it. Um... So a lot of times it'll help people with like rheumatoid arthritis, um, anti and antibacterial 
properties as well. Um, and re they're used for a lot of like respiratory issues. So if you have like pneumonia or something. Um, so that's a little bit of what they use it for. Um, there are nine different species, but there are a few, I think like three out of the nine. Um, I don't remember the second name for one of the uh, types, but I do know that there's um, one type of echinacea that's used and it's called echinacea purpurea. And then there's another one called echinacea pallida. So those are a couple of the different types of echinacea that are used um, for medical purposes. Um, so um, they grow between two to five feet tall. Um, you can grow them in a container, but you want to make sure that they are being grown in an area where there's a lot of sun. Um, but if you plant them in your garden, you want to make sure that they're not in an area that's going to get wet and flooded out very easily because that is something that they do not do very well with. You want to make sure that they are placed in an area that's very rocky uh, because like I said, they are a very tough plant um so like I said that's you know that's just a little bit more information on echinacea that I didn't really give last time um so hopefully that kind of provides more information for you um on that particular herb. Um, and then last but not least, I wanted to kind of tell you about something that I find kind of cool. So there is an app, I think I may have mentioned this app to you all before, but it's called Be My Eyes. It's kind of similar to apps like Seeing AI and Envision AI um, in the fact that it provides visual assistance to those of us who are visually impaired. But the difference is, so like Envision, in, Envision AI and Seeing AI, those basically use artificial intelligence. Um, so like with Seeing AI, there's a channel that helps you identify um, different denominations as far as like your um, currency goes. There's a channel for identifying people. Um, there's a channel for identifying products documents, short text, um, and different things like that. So for product, which I don't have a way to show you this, you just hold your phone over, your phone's camera rather, over the product and it will scan the barcode and you'll know that you're close to the barcode because it will start to beep. The quicker the beeps are, the closer you are to the particular barcode. And once it scans it, it'll read it out loud. And it's kind of the same thing with money. Um, you just hold your phone over the 
currency, the type of currency that you want to identify, and it will tell you what what it is. Now with document that might be a little bit harder and maybe even short text because I think you have to be able to take a picture of those different things and person as well um so those might be a little bit more difficult um but with be my eyes it's a little bit different in the fact that it um you download it and if you need visual assistance with something you open the app and you actually do like a video call with a volunteer because there are volunteers from all over the globe who volunteer to give visual assistance for this with using this app and so you basically do like a facetime or video call with a volunteer who can then provide you with assistance you know, identifying things or whatever. And, um, so that's, um, kind of an interesting, um, thing that separates it from other apps. Now they do have an AI tab as well. So if you don't, if you think it's kind of weird to be, um, connected to a total stranger, and you don't want to really have to deal with all of that, then you can obviously use the AI. The only thing of it is, is it's, you know, you have to be able to take a picture of whatever it is that you need to have identified. Um, but if you would much rather have that human interaction, um, then obviously you can still be connected to a volunteer. But I do have a couple of friends who've used the AI tab, um, because they have with that app and both friends have said it's life-changing um and they they absolutely love it so um be my eyes is free to use and so is seeing ai and tap or um envision ai there's also one called tap tap see but i haven't really used it um I've heard some people say it's kind of weird though Uh, once I do more investigating on it I will kind of tell you more about that but anyway that is it for tonight's episode I just wanted to share some of that information with you um I hope that you guys are all doing well and I will see you all next episode.